Okay, cool. And then I'm going to come sliding in like this on the chair. It's just everything is so tight and awkward. It's, everything's really close to me. I don't, I don't feel like I have that much room. It's very weird. More like an, more like an obstacle course. Yeah, well, the problem is as well is I've got um, I've got two pairs of headphones on the floor as well. So I'm trying not to run over the headphones, the wires, smash this table. There's a lot I'm trying to not hit as I'm sliding in, you know? <laughs> I don't think I did a good job of it. <laughs> you smoothing some there as well, as well there. No one will know. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Right, you good? Yes, mate. Good. everyone and welcome to chapter four three three I'm slash four say, yeah I'm, I'm, i think it's three but well the last I think one i was on was three two. as well the last one Unless that went could... up was two and then up, yeah did was. we do another one or was that the one i said that the audio that would be the one where up. we lost the audio i think that might be the one where we lost the audio yeah so this is probably three, three. Technically, we we do. Oh, we did a one B, didn't we? We did, yes. We do. We do like we do like a B. We love a B, yeah. Okay, three B. This is chapter three B, yeah, (laughs) of of the second coming of of the Bible. Um, We're not making it complicated. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. I like complicated. Complicated is fine. Um, my name is Richard. I am your host. Each and every chapter i don't want to say week because we don't really do it every time. week yeah every time oh you should be the fucking here you go do you do it <laughs> <laughs> i am your host each and every time there you go we uh we get together um and i gather around with my nearest and dearest and we talk about anything that we might want to talk about that time there you go um as well. uh, there's no agenda it's an unedited conversation and we just go where the uh where the conversation may lead uh this week i am joined by how you doing how are we doing um and that's it it's just the two of us this week um it's quite unusual to have time a... time time oh shit <laughs> <laughs> this is why you should be hosting i've got too much on my plate um yeah it's unusual for an episode with just the two of us that uh, yeah. that I'm not joined by Tom. Because it's normally um, you and Tom. And it's usually me and Tom, yeah. Um, I think there was one time where it was uh, me and Becca, was it? 
No, it wasn't because Didier was on that as well. So, so yeah, I think the only time it's ever been me and someone else, it's always just been Tom. So it's nice to have someone else one-on-one -on -one for a change. Good to be. Yeah, good. Um, so before the before the uh, the 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 session starts, we we draw lots to see who's going to talk first. Um, this week we actually uh, I made the executive decision that uh, Phelan is going to talk first because uh, we are recording this the day after uh, Queen Elizabeth II's funeral. Um, now it's a little bit of a uh, of an odd thing to be talking about on a podcast such as this. But um, the, the thing you have to realize is that uh, this is one of five podcasts that we do. Um, and I have a separate YouTube channel as well. And as you may have noticed, the overarching uh, production of that is, is, uh, is something called Rich Tea Productions. Uh, Rich Tea Entertainment. Um, the reason for that is, my name is Richard, my surname is uh, my, my other name is thomas so my name is richard thomas there is a biscuit brand in the uk called rich tea uh, i very much love my tea i'm pretty sure feeling is uh stands alongside me with that right we love our tea yeah it would be very british otherwise would we exactly so it's a very british leaning entertainment thing uh we're going to talk about this a little bit more with with feeling's topic but uh i myself I'm very proud to be British. Um, I, 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 I do lean into that quite heavily. Um, so we just wanted to acknowledge that quickly on this on this podcast before we moved on. Um, and yeah, we are obviously whenever anyone passes away, you always hope that they rest in peace, whatever your beliefs are for, for the afterlife. Um, and yeah, I mean, I speak for myself personally, but uh, yeah, I am. Um, not a huge monarchist, uh, but I like the fact that we have a monarchy. I think it's a it's a pretty cool um, institution that has a lot of history. And anyone else that anyone that knows me knows I'm I'm a big history buff as well. So yeah, just wanted to acknowledge that before we moved on. Um, feeling if you want to say anything else, feel free. But if not, then feel free to talk about your topic. Yeah, I think I'll cover a lot of. Probably what I've got to say within the topic itself. I'm not a massive royalist. I could kind of take it or leave it, as it were. They don't generally, you know, they don't affect my day-to-day -day life particularly. They are our monarchy. They are our head of state. They are one of the most recognisable things about us as a as a country, as Great Britain, United Kingdom, England, whichever way you want, kind of want to spin that. But what I wanted to kind of um, focus on with my topic today is is patriotism mm -hmm. or the lack of you know we've seen over the last nine days how patriotic a country we can be how you know we you've had more places flying the flags you've had more people embracing the fact that we are british that we have our monarchy you know you've had uh waterball coverage on all the news channels they haven't really reported anything else anywhere we've had magazines newspapers everything has all been about the royal family you know she's reigned for 70 years for most of us she'll be the only monarch we've ever known certainly for like our parents or and things like that and just 
how patriotic of a country we suddenly become over nine days, whereas beforehand we are not generally the most patriotic of people. Yeah, if you compare it to somewhere like the US, and I watch a lot of US sports, I think you probably you know you do as well. They have mm-hmm. national anthems before every game. They really embrace their veterans and their armies. They have those specific days, and they have uh, sports teams will have specific uniforms for it. They, you know, everything about that is we love our country. We are American. We are this. We make no apologies for that. Whereas predominantly for us over over here, we're not really. You know, we don't really support army veterans. We don't really host the monarchy that much. If anything, all you ever see in like most normally British media and British papers is the monarchy did said this and it's all been a bit of an embarrassment. There's this scandal or there's that scandal. That's what we tend to latch onto in this country. We latch onto scandal. We we like a good scandal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How much press did Boris Johnson get for a lockdown party? But when Prince Philip died, it wasn't really reported. Yeah, you had the one image of the Queen being sat by herself, which is, you know, it's an absolutely devastating image for anybody that's been to a funeral to not be able to be close to their nearest and dearest, have their, you know, have their family there to support them or what is obviously a really traumatic time. But that gets half a page somewhere in a newspaper, whereas something that Boris Johnson did or Richie Sunak did, kissing his aide, was like wall-to-wall coverage. It's in every newspaper. It's kind of everywhere. Um, but what struck me in the last nine days is we can do it. Mm-hmm. We probably should do it more. I mean, two hundred and fifty thousand people went to see the Queen's coffin in state. Yeah, I, I wanted to be one of them, but uh, queuing up for like seventeen hours a day, I I don't have the time for that, unfortunately. You know, so I mean. I know I know it's a bit of a silly excuse but as I said like we we have six podcasts going at the moment I have a YouTube channel I'm trying to start more YouTube channels I do it all by myself so most of my days at the moment are taken up with editing recording uh things like that so I just didn't have the time to do it but I I I wanted to do it I um I I'd like to say first and foremost that obviously the queen wasn't the only person that suffered with regards to funerals and that during the lockdowns. uh, And that was obviously a very um, saddening situation for anyone that went through that. Um, I fortunately didn't have to go through anything like that. So, which I'm thankful for, but I I totally understand that. Um, It can be a absolutely devastating situation and, and really all you want in that situation. I imagine a lot of people would just like to surround themselves with people. So, yeah. Um, with regards to the uh, the patriotic side of things, I, I think there are moments where we can be very patriotic. Um, I think if you're talking about the United Kingdom as a whole, uh, the, yeah, we, we, we are not very patriotic at all. There are very few moments in time where we're patriotic. Um, We are patriotic towards our own nation when football or sport is involved in general. 
Um, that's only really if we ever get to a final, like to the latter stages or something. There are still before people then, that go nuts, nuts for it beforehand. I would say. I mean, you have the the crazy ultras and things like that that are, have England tattooed on their face and Wayne Rooney tattooed on their backside or something like that, haven't <laughs> they? You know, so when you compare it to the US, though. I'm kind of glad we're not like that. I think we need to strike a balance. Yeah, I, I, I do mean, think that we shouldn't hide. We shouldn't hide. We should not hide the fact that we can be patriotic. That we do, you know, we do love our country. I think that a lot of it comes down to we are a lot more confrontational with regards to our history these days and we're a little bit more ashamed of it than the US is for 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 better or worse um i mean i i'm i'm very much of the opinion that history is history learn from it but move on from it as well like I, I, I don't like this whole um dwelling on the past and the you know, well, two hundred and eighty years ago you enslaved people and it's like well I didn't do anything. Um and you're also talking about people that are like five generations removed. Like if I if my great if you, let's say if your great 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 grandfather murdered someone from my family, should I punish you for it? I don't think we should let necessarily let history like define us as a as a civilization as a race. Yes, you should acknowledge it, mm -hmm. potentially acknowledge wrongdoings, but mm -hmm. learn from it and ensure it doesn't happen again. You can't sit and dwell on it because. You know, it that stops the that stops progress. That stops the change from from happening. If we're going to acknowledge things, the bad that happened in the past, then you have to acknowledge the good as well. But yeah, we're so but the problem is, is just I think, hang yeah, on the bad. That's just what I was about to say. Yeah, people only ever really focus on the bad. It was literally like you were just saying. You had these stories and things like that. But what do we love? We love the scandals. You know, yeah. Bad news sells better than good news ever will. You know, no one ever turned around and, and went, oh, nothing's happening. That's really interesting. Um, and I think that the fact that we do have this this guilt for, 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 for things that have happened in the past as well, more so, I think, than the US do. Not all of the US, obviously. I think that there is a large population that, that does, obviously. But I think there's an even larger population that probably doesn't, you know. Uh, there's a, there's probably a really large population of Americans that don't even know a lot of their history, you know, that they, you know, they're, they're taught a certain way. And it's like, well, actually, no, it wasn't anything like that at all. It was it was way worse. Um, I think that that's probably more within the patriotic sphere of it. I also think that the fact that we're such a multicultural society now probably doesn't lend itself necessarily to patriotism on that kind of scale. That's and then fair. there's also the whole stiff upper lip, 
don't make a fuss, keep calm and carry on British nature as well, you know? No one likes a show-off, you know? I think that, that, that plays we do, into We do it. frown upon shows of people who show off. So I think if someone was like beyond what's obviously happened this past nine days, if someone stands up and starts bursting out the national anthem, you're going to look at them like they're a twat. Whereas in the US, you're probably going to get half a dozen people people joining joining in and the rest chanting USA, USA, probably, you know. So I think that that plays into it a lot, which don't get me wrong, I love. I love the fact that we're not like that. I love the fact that we don't sing the national anthem before every freaking game. Um, And also like our kids games as well. Like when I was, when I was driving for America on the route 66 thing, I stopped and watched a, um, a little league game. Um, <laughs> just cause I was like, Oh cool. Those kids are about to play baseball. I'm just going to stop and have a look. Cause this is a very American, you know, thing to see. And yeah, they sung the national anthem and these kids were like eight. And it's like, really you're like in the middle of nowhere and you're probably playing kids from the next town over it's like do you really need to sing the national anthem i mean i've had this discussion as well with some of my american friends that if i lived in america and i had kids and they went to school i would insist that they do not have to say the pledge of allegiance because that is a ridiculous outdated slightly racist thing to get people to do yeah and you're talking about moving on and acknowledging the sins of the past yeah that's yeah it's probably the big one but the, the, i suppose the thing is for us over here outside of uh remembrance sunday which is you know you, you get your two minute silence and everybody, you know, people wear the poppy and um things like that that's the only time really that we acknowledge our military personnel and people who have um, fought for us, people who have um, you know lost their lives for our for our freedoms and for us to, the ability to live as we do. You know, I don't. I sometimes fail to understand. We may not, people don't agree with politicians, don't necessarily agree with the decisions that politicians make to send our soldiers here, there and everywhere and, or like things like that. But don't don't not acknowledge what they do. They don't make the decisions to go there. They don't make the, those decisions. They put their lives on the line. Celebrate them for what they do. Don't knock them for the decisions that people outside of their control make that's that's not fair it devalues what they do it devalues um what they go through every day and i agree with that but i also on the other side of it as well i also don't want to see people running around going they fight for our freedoms and they fight to keep us in. and it's like well yeah no one's done that since the 40s really yeah so every war since then has been a proxy political war. You know, I don't think that there's been since, I mean, maybe the Falklands. Yeah, the Falklands because... is probably the last 
But even that was still political, though, wasn't it? We didn't yeah. Want to give up but territory having we, said we that, was ours. that was a um, an invasion, like for lack of a better word, that was that was an invasion. But like, if you talk about like the Gulf War, uh, the War on Terror, um, Vietnam happened in that period as well. Um, there's not really, yeah. I mean, since World War Two, there's not really been a war where they're like fighting for, you know, our freedom and stuff like that. So acknowledge what they do. Absolutely, that's not that's not that's not knocking them, and that's not saying they're to blame. I completely agree with you. That it's their job. They go where they're told to go and do what they're told to do. But I also don't want to hear people going. You know, our service men and women keeping us free. I don't, I don't want to hear that either because it's like they're not. You know, our military these days is more of a without without saying this derogatory. I don't mean it like that at all. But the the U.S., uh, Britain, NATO, most of the yeah, pretty much all of NATO, their armies are now used as world police. Yeah, they're basically force. The yeah, places. that's that's their that's their de facto role, isn't it? Yeah. So there's not really Outside been of a things war. like the SAS to maybe go in and do <laughs> yeah, hush hush, uh, hush, 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 you know, yeah. go free some people that you know. But it just, it always kind of it always kind of upset me when you see people returning from a tour of duty somewhere, whether that's been whether they've been somewhere you know like Iraq or Iraq, and you see people like throwing things at them or oh, yeah, abusing that should them. never happen. Do you know what I mean? Don't hate them because what they've gone where they've instructed. Acknowledge what they've done. I'm not saying that they need to be standing, you know, you fight for our freedom, thank you. Yeah. But don't don't take it out on them. Yeah, it it it, it was always really upsetting to see that when they they were like coming back through Portsmouth or a couple one of the other kind of military um the towns. And then coming through the streets, and you've got people there throwing things at them, abusing them, giving them all kinds of of crap just because they've gone where they've been told to go to. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. Oh no! And that's I, what I, I say. I you know, mean, when we should, we should, you know, we should acknowledge that, acknowledge them, and acknowledge contribution. I mean, but this rolls back round to what I think that people are idiots, and people are stupid, and people are sheep. And people don't think things through all of the way sometimes, you know, because I mean, if, if I had a, if, if you work at a Tesco, for instance, and I have a problem with Tesco, well, I work in a Sainsbury's. Okay, so you work in a Sainsbury's and I have a problem with Sainsbury's. I don't then come to you and spit on you and say, how could you work for this company? There's a disgrace, you know, like that. But you would be happy to do that with uh, a military personnel, you know. Oh, you're out there killing people for no reason. It's like, it's my job. I do what I'm told to do. You know, this is what I'm saying. People don't think things through sometimes, you know. There needs to be a lot more pragmatism in the world, I think. But I totally agree that there should also be more respect as well, you know, because 
But this is the same for police officers and, and firefighters and things like that. Anyone that puts their life on the line for someone else, you know, regardless of the situation that they're put in, you know, then I think that there needs to be more respect for those people in general anyway. Yeah. But I don't yeah, want to no, see I... people, you know, going, yeah. You fat bro, you keep us free. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that goes to like the real kind of extreme, which I don't think us as a British society, as you said, with our stiff upper lip and that sort of thing, will ever, I don't think we'll ever go that far down that road. As much Americanisms as we've had creep into our culture over the last 50 years or so. I Certainly really with, hope um, you're right. <laughs> with, especially with the advent of um, like Sky TV. You know, basically, it's it's ninety percent of the channels are American. Some division of um, Fox or NBC mm-hmm. or you know USA Network, that sort of thing. But I do think that we should we should celebrate being British a little bit more and be able to raise that, you know, acknowledge that we are British and. Do more things that are a little bit more patriotic. So, yeah. two things on this front. First thing, I totally agree. Uh, as as uh, I said right at the beginning, I, I'm I'm British. I'm I'm very proud to be British. I, I, I not as in like a we're the greatest country on the world, or you know, or like you're not going to get the UK flag tattooed on your back, a giant no. flag. No, no, it's more like <laughs> I think everyone should be proud of where they come from um, because. Every country, every civilization, every uh, creed and race of people have have some like reason to be proud of 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 where they are from, whatever that might be. Um, you know, like right at the moment, for instance, there's a lot of uh, Russian hate um, in the world at the moment, and you know, the thing you need to remember is that. A, this isn't the Russian people doing this. They, they, that, that, you know, the Russian people are a little bit naive with regards to some things. I, I imagine, yeah, but um, it's not the Russian people doing what they're doing at the moment. And you know, Russia has a great history. There's some phenomenal people that have come out of Russia. You know, we wouldn't have landed on the moon if it weren't for a Russian. You know, so I think that everyone has the, the the right to be proud of where they're from. And and speaking as a Brit, I'm I'm very much one of those people. I'm very proud to be British, you know. I, I, I'm very proud of our culture, our unique culture, our history, um and and you know, the fact that our language is, you know, spoken the world over, I think is a pretty amazing thing as well for such a tiny little island in the middle of the north sea that's away from everyone you know um but having said that on the other side the other thing i was going to say how many people see themselves as british or or from the uk how many people do you speak to and say oh where are you from oh i'm english oh i'm from england oh i'm scottish especially scottish at the moment you know it's very we have a very unique we have a very unique uh, way because you you could be from the United Kingdom, you could describe yourself from the UK, you could describe yourself from Great Britain, 
or you could describe yourself as English. It's it's really strange, and I think that as a society, all four nations kind of need to decide what they want to be. Mm-hmm. We can't all we can't live under this one umbrella and still cho- and still class ourselves as separate entities. We need to kind of decide: Are we a United Kingdom made up of England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, Republic of Ireland? Or are we all Republic of Ireland? Oh, they still got... cast, they still form part of the United Kingdom, aren't they? No, no, they're part of uh, the British Isles. Not if you ask the Irish, they're not, but they are. Um, yeah, but they are not part of the UK. And you're going to have the IRA coming and blowing up your house now. Have fun. They're fine. They're going to find me first. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think. Like, we're at the point where we kind of need to decide what we are. Yeah, but I think a lot of people want to decide that they're not part of the UK, don't they? That's the problem. Then that's fine. Then we can move on and create... Then we can move on and be English, or you can be Scottish, or you can be Welsh. So what are you? No, not. I can't, I class myself as British. Mm-hmm. So I'm the same. So I, I say, if anyone asks, where are you from? I say I'm from the UK. Um, and then if anyone says... I, I say I'm British. Yeah, that's fine. I, I always say I'm from the United Kingdom. I always say that. Um, but if they then um, say, like, oh, what's that accent? Or, like, um, uh, you know, uh, something else, I will classify myself as British. Yeah. But um, but if anyone asks where I'm from, I'm from the United Kingdom. That is the country that I live in, you know. But the I'm very much you a, live in, yeah. Yeah, I'm very much a unionist. I, I think that I, I I've seen well, I haven't seen. I mean, technically, I've seen one, but uh, I haven't really seen our empire fall apart. But I know that it has. I don't want it to fall apart anymore, you know? I mean, as the UK, we're a little bit more predominant on the world scene, but as just individual countries, I mean, what kind of clout is Wales going to have? No offence to anyone Welsh, I'm not trying to say that, but your population is tiny. You don't really have a lot of exports beyond sheep, you know? <laughs> like... Planet. You're not going to have I any clout think, on the world scene, are you? I do think, yeah, collectively we're strong. It's physically, I can't say the word, physically, financially, whatever it is, fiscally. stronger as a union. That's the word, thank you. Right. F- fiscally. <laughs> um, stronger um, together. Um, but I do understand the reasoning for scotland and wales and northern ireland to want to go it alone i understand it see i don't but that's just my i don't see how you can think that you're going to do better on the world stage i don't necessarily i agree with that i don't necessarily think they could do better you know on the on the world stage because they don't it would be like um all the states in america suddenly trying to declare independence from each other Mm -hmm. and all uh all working as um completely separate entities but 
even if they were, they're better set up to independently work on their own than than what England, Wales and Scotland are. Because they all have their own secular central justice, they all have their own central economies. Whereas Scotland and Wales are very reliant on what comes out of London. Mm-hmm. Not sure they're the reliant. But the facts boil down to the Scottish NHS runs from donations from the Bank of England. They don't have their own central pool of money. They get money from from the Bank of England every year to help run their 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 parliament. They do have the Bank of Scotland, but it's very very tiny, and it is also funded by the Bank of England. So yeah, yeah. And I'm fairly certain that there's probably a, a, a Welsh bank that does that funnels the money that comes through for the Welsh Parliament. I don't know. I've never seen thing. Welsh money. But Scottish money is a thing. Yeah, Scottish money is a thing. We, yeah. So, but so's uh, Northern, uh, money in Northern Ireland. Irish yeah, I've never seen that, like that. So. Yeah, there are Irish notes. Okay, I've never seen that before, so. Yeah, there are Irish sterling notes. Okay. Obviously, Republic of Ireland is, is euros. Yeah, yeah. But I remember when the Republic of Ireland was pounds. Like when I went when I was younger, it was pounds. It was Irish pounds. It was, yeah. They yeah, chose so. to adopt the euro because of being that yeah. kind of Republic of Ireland. Mm. They, they chose to move into that single currency. But yeah, Northern Ireland has its own, has its own currency. It's still sterling. Yeah. Never I say, it. but yeah, yeah, but Scottish money is still sterling as well. So it is, yeah, yeah, okay. So Never I can understand that. why over the last few years that the Scottish Independent Party want the vote, but they've had it and lost. Yeah, but now they're talking about how the situation's changed and they want it again, which brings me back to an old, an old point that I've made time and time again is that we seem to have turned into a society of sore losers. No, yep. you didn't vote the way I wanted you to. We're doing it again, you know? Well, that almost happened with the Brexit vote, didn't it? Because it was yeah. supposedly so close that they nearly ran it for a second time. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyway, um, patriotism. That's what we were talking about, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so what do you define as patriotic? That's That's the problem, like... We have seen over these past 10 days or so, there are people that have booed the monarchy. Um, people that don't care that the Queen is dead. Um, people that have said, this isn't my monarchy anyway, you know? So that's what I'm saying. I think the problem is, is we're not as unified we're not, as a lot we're not of other countries. To be. No, you're not. You know, you know, you're not conditioned to be unified or patriotic. But then that comes down to the whole thing that we were just talking about: is the fact that you know we are a country made up of four separate nations. So you know, it's it's. So people will tend to be more patriotic towards England or Scotland. And, and the, I think the other problem is, is that a, a lot of the time, Britishness is tied up with Englishness. And I think a lot of people don't like that. Like, this is why I don't like it when, like, Americans specifically, um, 
when they're talking about our country and they say, oh, England, it's like England isn't the country. It's the United Kingdom. And the problem is, is you must get very annoyed by that if you're from a different country. Uh, if you're from like a different nation, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, something like that, you know, and it always gets, you know, if you are a unionist and you always get classified as, oh, you're Scottish, not English. And, and you know, British doesn't really exist, you know. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think that, that yeah, doesn't help. No, because most people, it's because of the the standing. Everybody knows England because it's got Westminster, it's got the Bank of England, it's got, uh, it's where all the money goes. Parliament is as well, obviously. Yeah, Parliament. Um, so everybody, that's what they recognise. On the global stage, that's what we present. So if you've got anybody that's around that, that's what they instantly think. That's why generally, if you go anywhere abroad and they ask you where you're from, if you say London, they'll know where they'll, they'll have an idea. They'll know where that is. I never say, say London. No, I don't particularly. It's a, it's a land it's a landmark for me. When I was in America, like, where are you from? Ah, from Brighton. Where's that? It's about a hundred miles down from London. And there you are, IRA. You've narrowed down the search a little bit more. He's in Brighton somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so that but that's what we kind of that's what we kind of present isn't it yeah because it's the only city in 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 britain apparently yes but i um yeah i never do that i'm always i'm always although to be fair when i went to the us everyone thought i was australian anyway so <laughs> yes yes i have seen that that was very annoying how comes everyone thinks you're british but they all think i'm australian what the hell is up with that Mm -hmm. Then I bullshit. That's what it is. Um, on this point, just quickly, I was I was gonna say I was thinking about this like um, the other week. Sometimes I oh excuse me. <clears throat> Sometimes I like to do like um, little thought experiments or or like um, comparisons to the past and things like that. Like like I said earlier on during the football podcast is that everything tends to be cyclical you know there's an expression history repeats itself and and it's true yeah. that is there's, yeah, there's a reason true. why that expression exists yeah so you look at now for instance um we we are going through a cycle of politics that was last seen before world war Two. for instance you know there was yeah. a very militant left that rose up and then a militant right rose up in response to it and then left them right fight and then eventually something will come out on top which is what's happening now the left has become very militarized um you might not think you are but you are very militant and the right is rising up in response to that and you're getting more extremities in either way anyway talking about the whole country thing so we had a period, so throughout human history, you have the, the, the period of, um, of city-states. So you have city-states, which are basically like countries, but within a very small area. And then they eventually all conglomerated into a nation. And then that nation built uh, countries, built empires, and then that all got broken down again and it comes back down. And we're at the point now where we're breaking down from countries 
back down to nation states again. You look at independence of Scotland, uh, independence of Catalonia, um, Quebec wants to be an independent country. Um, they don't want to talk about it, but there is like independence movements in Texas, California, Seattle. Texas has been a while, uh, Washington. Though, just, because of the, just because of the sheer size of Texas. I think that's been around for a while. Yeah, but you, you know, there are independence movements in every country, basically breaking back down to nation states again. And I think that we're not going to be that long before we get back down to city states. So we have an independent, so we break down and we don't have, we're not a United Kingdom anymore. We are four separate countries, England, Wales, Scotland, Ireland, four separate countries again. How long before Yorkshire turns around and goes, well, hang on a minute. We are the biggest um, county in England. Why do we have to, you know, be within this london we're the economic powerhouse of england why do we have to keep a whole country stabilized you know and i think well, that there was we're that not... floated during the brexit vote wasn't there yeah, because london exactly. was so heavily in favor of remaining in europe there was floated talk of them becoming completely independent by like almost forcing an independent vote because hmm. it was so skewed it was like 60 68 percent wanted to remain in uh in europe yeah it was the highest uh area that had the biggest european swing yeah most other places it was like really really close it was like a couple of percentage points either side or, or up and down every uh part of the country but london was the single biggest uh swing to stay in europe so i mean not necessarily it's not going to be within our lifetime i'm not saying that and probably not within our children's or their children's lifetime but I reckon within the next two to 300 years, we're looking at heading back towards uh, city states again and like fractured like areas of nations that are like, well, I don't really consider myself to be English. I'm more of a Londoner, you know, like, yeah. I think that we're heading back towards that because you've seen it, you know. We 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 coalesced and became big, and then we became small, and then we become smaller and smaller again. And you look at devolution, uh, devolved parliaments, and things like that. That's basically just heading back towards nation states again. Like we are Scottish, we want to rule Scotland. You know, we are uh, Quebecians. I don't know what the plural of people from Quebec is. Quebecan? Quebecan. Yeah, maybe. maybe. We are Catalan. We want to be yeah. separate from Spain. You know, I, I, I see it happening, to be honest with you. So rather than more patriotism, I think you're actually going to see less um, within the future moving forward. Not necessarily. It's, it could well be that that pushes it over the edge, if that's what you're kind of describing, where people become like, we're York, like, to take that, ex that example, we're from Quebec, we're proud to be from Quebec, we're not Canadian, mm -hmm. we're from Quebec. So you actually get more pride in the places where you grew up or the places where you live, which then forces, that knocks it on and forces it around. You know that the Texans are very proud to be Texan. Mm-hmm. They're very they're not necessarily patriot they're they're more patriotic about being Texan than they are about being American. Yeah. 
yeah, you know, they they take pride in the fact that they football is the the NFL, American football is their way of life. College football is their way of life. They're proud of that fact. Mm-hmm. It's it's that's their almost like their national sport is co- is collegiate football, not the NFL. No, it's collegiate football. So that's something that binds that as a complete state and entity together. So you're as you said, they're almost a country within a country. Yeah. Unofficially, you know they've got they've got their own Texan flag. Which I, I know some of the other states have a have a flag per se, but it's not every as state has a flag, but, but they don't not, necessarily it's not, put it so predominantly up front. Yeah, yeah. So you see, you do see those types of movements all the way across the board. So if anything, patriotism in that way could be the the catalyst for those changes that you potentially describe. I think that you you then start crossing a border that when when are you talking about patriotism and when are you talking talking about about nationalism or fanatics or that yeah that's another word for it (laughs) yeah there there is there is a fine line between the two yeah like patriotism is is pride like I'm proud of where I come from. But I also acknowledge that other countries and other people from other nations are just as proud as I am of from where they come from. And together, we should all be happy and just be like, your country's really cool. Oh, no, man, thanks. I think your country's really cool as well. But rather than my country's the best and I'll kill anyone that says otherwise. (laughs) So what what would... would, Okay, so to, to, to finish this topic out then, what would... What would you like to see for more patriotism then? Just a little bit more, a little bit of what more of what we've seen over the last kind of nine days. Some more flag waving. No, not so much um, flag waving, but people, but kind of acknowledging who we are and what makes us unique. Yeah, because that's the kind of the only the the other overriding thing that you've seen over the last. Uh, nine days, especially with the like the lying in state of the coffin. The, the you know the most common answer to the question, what brings you here today? Yeah, you know, I felt like it was my duty to acknowledge and celebrate my monarch for my country for our country, mm-hmm. and that was the most commonly answered um, question. They had that that was in Scotland when it was up when she was up there for a few days. You know. That was kind of the overriding thing when they were interviewing people uh, who'd come out to see Charles as he was doing his tour of the of the nations. You know, they've come out to see our, and that was that was kind of the key word. It was our monarchy. It wasn't the English monarchy. Or it wasn't the British monarchy. It was our monarchy. Mm-hmm. We're going to celebrate her legacy on our nation and our lives and our country. So I think just just more of that. I think he's um, is what we should be doing, acknowledging a little bit more, not just for a period of a few weeks where you suddenly see poppies everywhere and Remembrance Sunday, acknowledging people that have died in service. Personally, I think we should that should happen probably a couple of times a year. I disagree. Potentially, I um, it's the or same. At least for at least for longer, because it is. It is generally like for a week, maybe ten days. 
Remembrance Sunday where, um, you know, you have the minute silence in, you know, on on the Remembrance Sunday, just 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 a little bit longer, a little bit more of it, rather than it just because for me now it's it's like it's like a token gesture. People on the news they they wear their poppies. So you this... don't hear you don't hear you don't hear a lot about why there's the poppy. This is, I suppose um... is where I'm trying to go with that. This ties into um sorry, go on. Because if you were to ask eighty percent of the population why why the poppy, they wouldn't be able to tell you. Because it's cool. <laughs> That's probably the answer you'd get from a lot of people. I am um, oh, it's the symbol. But yeah. why is it a symbol? So I I I am actually I have I have two remarks on this. So so the first thing um with regards to you saying that we should do it a few times a year. I disagree with that because I disagree for the same reason that I thought slightly off topic but they should have stopped taking the knee in football. Um, long before they did because something that you do a lot loses people's interest um, and it becomes background noise and it's not something that people pay a lot of attention to anymore like it's it's something that people will just be like oh, can we yeah okay yeah all right yeah um and move on so i i think having something once a year is okay i think that that's good because imagine if you had a birthday four times a year you'd be like oh not again uh christmas christmas was four times a year you know i know that that's a little bit of a silly example but it's the, the principle is the same human beings are yeah. not programmed to have interest in something that goes on all the time you know we like new and exciting and stimulating things so if something comes around every year you're like oh my god it's been a year already oh wow okay yeah and you are more likely to pay attention to it so i i would disagree on that front the 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 point of the poppy i totally get i agree with you i don't necessarily think a lot of people know why that is the case but i also think that that's a, a bit of a damning indictment of our education system um more than anything however on the point of you saying about it being a token gesture i completely agree with that and i also think disagree with the fact that people have to wear them on television i I don't think anyone should ever be told to participate in a gesture or a movement or a remembrance or a ceremony of any kind. No one should be forced into doing something. You should learn about something and do it because you agree, want to, uh, feel that you have to something like that i i don't like the whole um everyone on tv has to wear a poppy because if you don't people are going to write in and complain first and foremost you shouldn't make someone do something second of all you shouldn't then write in and complain 
if you see someone not wearing a poppy because guess what I'm not you. I don't agree with everything that you believe in. So I have a story with one of, um, you know, Chrissy, don't you? Yeah. 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 So I have a story with Chrissy. One of her teachers when she was at school um, wore a white poppy. And never seen one of those before. So the question was, why are you wearing a white poppy? And the point is, is that I am thankful for the men and the soldiers that gave their life to protect my way of life and my freedom, but I don't condone war of any kind. So, and it's like, okay, but that's fine. So I'm not going to wear a red poppy because um, I don't condone war. War should never be a thing that ever happens, but I'm thankful to these people that did give their lives, you know, and I respect the people that gave their lives for, for that cause. Um, so it's, it's, but, but he got slammed for that apparently because, oh, it's disrespectful. You know, how dare you disrespect people like that? You should be wearing a red poppy. What are you teaching my kids this stuff kind of thing for? And this goes back to my argument that I was saying earlier on is that people are idiots and I hate people because they are stupid and they don't engage their brain most of the time. I mean, what's the phrase? A person that is intelligent, witty, uh, able to process information where people are dumb, stupid, panicky and cheap. Yeah. I think that's the phrase, isn't it? Words yeah, that effect anyway. I completely agree with that. But unfortunately, there are also, you know, some persons that are not that intelligent either. <laughs> yes, true. Yeah, they're everywhere, to be fair. I mean, yeah. So I, I, I yeah, I, I, I don't think people should ever be forced to take part in something. No, and I, I agree with you there as well, because it's like what you, you, one day will be like everybody will be playing, and then the next day, everything that's that's got a live TV broadcast on it, everybody will be wearing a poppy yeah. from, um foreign dignitaries when they've been interviewed on the news they've all been fitted out with a poppy you know it's like you wouldn't wear that you wouldn't it's not something they would normally yeah it would normally do you so have why no idea we... what this thing is someone's just come along and said oh yeah. i need to put this on you and you've got oh okay <laughs> yeah it's like they fit you with the mic they've gone through their checklist so microphone yeah sound boom above yeah right poppy yeah they, they that should go that should be their choice you know mm. In our in our day to day, we can choose whether we want to wear a poppy or not. You know, yeah, we have we make that choice. I will always wear a poppy. As soon as I'm able to get my hands on one, I will always I'll always wear my poppy. I'm very proud to wear. Oh, just reuse it, mate. That's what I do. Just you know, like. <laughs> so, and uh, we at work have a thing where we can where they get they get recycled. They come and collect them and recycle. Yeah, them. I mean they do because they're just paper and plastic, basically, aren't they? So, yeah. but I was just being facetious but, and just saying, just keep one I every year and just keep wearing it. <laughs> kind of missing my the point there. Cat. Yeah, a little bit. And <laughs> so, and that that that's the thing for me. I mean, I like the fact now that the poppy symbolises everybody that's died in a war. Whereas for such a long time, certainly when I was. Uh, younger it was all about world war one mm -hmm. and i always felt that that kind of 
diminished what happened later and the people who gave out their lives later on. So I'm glad that it encompasses everything. And that's what it should do. Does it encompass everything, though? Uh, it's supposed to. Do now, you think Sunday, about the people that fought in the Boer War or the Napoleonic Wars when you, uh, when you were your poppy? Just people that died in war in general. Just anyone. So it doesn't matter if it was a just war, just anyone that died. I was fighting to make sure that I could enslave these people and I died for, for that cause. Rest in peace, good sir. I'll wear my poppy for you. <laughs> it meant something to someone. You know what I mean. Yeah, no, I know. I can't so, help it. It's my job, man. That's that's what I do. It's, it's, that is what we do. Um, no, but no, that's time. Really, Sorry, go on. It's just... I, I, I say that's just how I feel, I feel about it. But yeah, I, mean, I the... 100% agree with you. They should not wear it as a token gesture. Yeah, I, I, I think that it should always be a choice. I don't think that... Sorry, my phone was vibrating. Um, I, I don't think that ever, anyone should ever be forced to do anything. Like, um, I mean, even like... Um, like a minute, two minute silence. That should be your choice that you want to take part in that. Be respectful that other people may want to take part in it, in which case, excuse yourself from the situation. But I don't think you should ever be forced to do anything like that. No, we, you know there's going to be a two minute silence at this time. Be respectful of people around you that want to yeah. take part. If you don't, remove yourself from, from that. Yeah. situation if exactly. you're in a shop and they're doing it if they're in a shop and they're doing the two minute science go stand outside yeah if you don't want to if you don't want to do it don't come up to my till as i've had a, quite a few times i start banging your stuff and demanding that i put this stuff through for you when i'm trying yeah. to respect this two minute silence yeah drive me absolutely wild no one no one should be forced to do anything but be respectful of other people's wishes yeah 100 yeah. percent I completely that that's that, but that's my life philosophy in everything. I mean, this is my political philosophy as well. Is that sometimes, you know, I'm 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 um, I, I buy into the 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 political philosophy of realpolitik, which basically is like a, a pragmatic approach to politics. That in order sometimes to get somewhere, sometimes you have to give something as well. Um, and it's it's about respect and it's about two-way communication and two-way things. It's like, I, I don't necessarily, um, I'm not, for instance, a good example, I'm not Muslim, for instance. However, when I was living in a Muslim country, I respected, okay, sorry, it's your time to pray. No problem. I will excuse myself from the situation. I'm going to go sit over there. When you're finished, we will continue. You know, it's the same thing, in my opinion. You know, I don't want to take part in this two minute silence, but you do. That's fine. I will wait here. Once you are done, we shall continue. Just general respect, isn't it? Just that's all life needs a little bit more of sometimes is yeah. just respect. People too willing to think about how you've wronged me than to think. And that's why. People would never be patriotic. Very good. 
come back rounds in. Yeah, got to try and got to try and that's that's what a good host does, mate. You got to try and link all the all the loose ends, you know. Yeah, did very well there. But uh, but yeah, very good subject, feeling. Um, speaking for myself, um, rest in peace, uh, Elizabeth, and uh, yeah. uh, long live the king. So uh, yeah, we good. Yep. Okay, we're gonna take a complete swerve now, and it's gonna go totally a different direction, and it's got nothing to do with patriotism or the Queen's death or anything like that. I would like to talk about this week, Michael Phelan, stupid, pointless technology. Yeah. <laughs> I think that goes back to your rant you had right at the about 20 past five when we were trying to record uh, stuff earlier. I mean, yeah. Uh, I find that sometimes technology can be a little bit more complicated than it fucking needs to be. Sometimes you do something <laughs> and then, you know, you think, oh, I've got it figured out. And then you do something exactly the same way. And it doesn't fucking work again. But, uh, yeah. Um, no, this is inspired by um, an advert I saw recently for a new Dyson Hoover that... Um, Okay, do you pray tell. This Hoover, uh, it's it's amazing. So it, it, it cleans all floors, all surfaces and everything like that. And uh, it uh, automatically adjusts its suction depending on the surface that you're needing. Oh, oh, oh fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Incredible. Um, it also counts each individual particle that goes through its system and and sorts them by size and gives you a graph afterwards about uh, how many particles of each thing you picked up and, and what size. Why? My point exactly. Why? Why would anyone need that ever? I can't give you an answer to that, but they're probably charging you 500 quid. Oh, it's... Minimum expensive, I can tell you. Yeah, it's fucking expensive, and yeah, and and I and and there will be people that look at that and think that's amazing. Oh my god, now I can sit without thinking. Hang on a minute, why do I need that? Just pick the shit up. I don't care how big everything is and how many of specific size particle you picked up. This also comes back to. I'm sure um, Google's got its nose in it somewhere and it probably has some data stored on your flat, on your house somewhere. That, like, yeah, and it's going to sell or... you information. Yeah. You know, it's going to sell you things yeah. based on yeah. what your pollen count is. You, you watch, the next time you go onto Google, you'll have some advert for some specific type of carpet cleaner based on the size of your dust particles or something. Yeah, more than likely, probably. But sometimes it just feels like... We've got to a point now where we have technology and people just invent shit because they can. You know, rather than, does this really fill a need or does it improve something in a specific point? It's like a few years ago, um, those um, hands-free soap dispensers were all the rage, you know, like... And they still are in public places. You know, all these hands-free soap dispensers. Yeah, My yeah. mum was like, that's really good. That's amazing. I should get one of them. That would be really good to have. And the first thing I asked her is, why? And she says, oh, because then you won't get your hands dirty on the soap. And I said, so you're not going to get your hands dirty on the thing that you're literally just about to wash your hands with. 
your silence <laughs> speaks volumes. Yeah. And it's like, everyone's like, oh, this is incredible. Now I can wash, now I can get the soap hands free. And it's like, yeah, but I'm washing my hands anyway. So who cares? Yeah, but that's like the hands free taps. Oh, I hate them. I hate the hands free taps. You're always just trying to do fucking magic underneath them, trying to summon water. I mean, the taps I can understand a little bit more because you need to turn them on and off. I mean, I, I get that a little bit more. So I've washed my hands and now I need to touch the, the taps again. I get that. I just personally don't like them. But the soap dispenser, why? I'm washing my hands. I, 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 yeah, it just feels sometimes <laughs> that we invent shit because we can and people don't think about why do I need this? I don't know. Is it just me? Am I? No, no, no. I've had the, the same. I've had that for kind of a long time. So I, I don't know if you remember, but when we were at school, I used to play around with computers a fair bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Sort of yeah. Yeah. The reason why I stopped is because I get really frustrated when something is supposed to do something, but it doesn't. <laughs> there is no rhyme or reason as to why it's not doing the thing that it's supposed to be doing. <clears throat> this... I have zero patience, zero tolerance to deal with stuff like that. Oh. Just 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 none at all. 100%. I could not do what you do setting up your setting up the computer to enable us to do to do this. Because <laughs> the minute it, the, the first sign that it stops working, it's going out the window. I can't I can't deal with it. It frustrates me no end. Oh, but uh, we it... have got technology for the sake of technology. So you're talking about that Hoover, my personal trainer at the gym. Uh, was really happy that he bought this Hoover that he can program to come on at certain times of the day to just Hoover the, just just Hoover his his house, mm -hmm. and it's got a sensor that tells him when that tells him when he's getting to a wall, so it can turn. So you're talking about like and, the Roomba kind of thing, yeah? Like yeah, the little disc, the little disc ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a gimmick. Don't really need it. Not, not that you're going to pay five, six, seven, eight hundred pounds for the is... cost that it is. No, I, I agree. That's they're, they're astronomically priced. I, I can see the benefit of that if you're a busy person with a busy lifestyle and you're like, well, I do 12 hour shifts, and by the time I get home, I really don't want to do chores. But this thing actually tells him how much. Uh, it picked up on its trip. Oh, that's pointless. Yeah, see, that's totally pointless. I don't care. Why would I give a shit about that? So its default program is it's set to go off three times a day. Okay. Right. Seems so excessive, it, it, but... <laughs> it, exactly, which seems excessive. And it will program itself to go again if it's picked up a large quantity of dirt on one of those trips. Right. So it picked up a lot of dirt, so now it It'll feels the again. need to go around again. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, I have a lot of chips here. I better cook some more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's pointless. Yeah, the idea of, you know, a Hoover that might once a day go round and yeah. go round on a, on, a, on a timer that 
you somehow have to put on charge and then remember to take it off charge so it can go round the room unless it's going to wheel itself off charge by itself. And that's a whole Some of them have whatsoever. a docking station that it plugs into automatically, which I think is very clever. But the only problem but is, it... if you live in a house, you need at least two. Yeah. Because it can't Again, do that... stairs. <laughs> no. And depending on what its range is from the dock, it can't do your hallway. Yeah. For argument's sake. So you or might however need far it three. can go on a charge. And how much how expensive are they? That's like fifteen hundred pounds on Hoovers. Minimum. <laughs> so as much as it's you know, as you alluded to earlier, it might be great for someone that, you know, does 12, 13, 14 hours a day or whatnot. Yeah. It's still pointless. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't fill it doesn't fill a need, particularly. Yeah. It's like having your washing machine that you know, says hello to you, or asks you what, so- or you know, starts programming its, its cycle based on the weight of the amount of washing you put in the uh, machine, or it sings to you when it's done. Yeah, the one I find stupid is the washing machine that I can control with my phone. Yeah. So why do I need if that? If you're out, you're clearly not going to be doing washing. Yeah. So why do you need to control it from your phone? Unless you're that bone idle and lazy that you can't be bothered to get off your ass off the sofa and go turn your washing machine on. Yeah, but, you've but still I'll got also point out, you've got to load it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what's the point? You've got to get up, put the clothes in, put the powder or, or, or liquid or whatever you want in it anyway, to then close it, go sit back down and turn it on with my phone. But that's, but if you're not, there's also a, um, a fridge that can send you a list to your a shopping list to your phone based on what's in your fridge and what's not based How does on it what know your what needs are. I need? Exactly. You don't know what I'm making for dinner. <laughs> yeah, you know, they've got one with a camera in that you can look on your phone to see what's in your fridge. I mean, that sounds kind <laughs> of useful, but also really unnecessarily extravagant. Yes. Like, just write a shopping list. Yeah, again, it it it's a, it's a unique idea, as you say, a little bit extravagant. Just write a freaking list. Yeah, I mean, that one's not a hundred percent useless because they have identified a need, and then thought, well, there is something there for people that forget when they go out. Oh bollocks! I forgot my list. Um, yeah, but how many? How many? It wouldn't matter if you looked inside your fridge or not. The chances of you still forgetting to pick something up at the supermarket oh, is still pretty high. Yeah. Plus, I'm guess how does the camera see what's on every shelf? Does it go up and down the fridge? No. I or is it just in a corner? In the fridge. And, yeah. So just what if you've got something on the top shelf and then you can't see what's on the next shelf down? Plus, what if you don't need so, something that's in your fridge? What if you need something that's in the cupboards? Are you going to put cameras in your cupboards as well? There probably are people out there that have done that. There probably that would not surprise me. In cameras um, in their larders and things like that. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would not surprise me in the slightest. Do you know what one I think is pretty cool though? The one I like is the one with the uh, the glass door, like the see through yeah. door. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's because cool. it's like I don't that's have to cool. keep opening the fridge. I like it's, that one. It's a little bit extravagant, and I'd be Again, scared yeah. that someone's going to break the door. Break the fridge. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> you know, you shut the fridge, 
shut the fridge door a little bit too hard and the, yeah. and the, the glass shatters. <laughs> yeah. Which is not, you know, beyond the realms of possibility. Bearing about how much that fridge probably cost you as well. Cut. Yeah. Exactly. So now you've got three Hoovers worth fifteen hundred pounds and a fridge that's <laughs> worth two grand and you gotta replace it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plus all the cameras you put insurance. in your cupboards. Yeah, I don't think the home insurance will quite cover that. Especially if they've got all the cameras and they want to know if you're liable for the damage that you're claiming happened to your fridge. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. And well we've got the camera in the fridge that says otherwise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but um, it's just getting a little bit pointless. A I little mean, bit yeah, side. yeah. This is what I'm saying is that some is that don't 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 get me started on overcomplicated um, things that don't work when they work the last time you did it, but then the next time you come around, it's not working again. It's like I did everything exactly the fucking same. I made a list to make sure I did everything <laughs> the same this time, and it's still yeah, not. I made a working. list, well, fucker. You're still not working. Yeah. I mean, but here we go. Here's another example of, of stupid overthinking stuff. The captor thing I had to do earlier while I was setting up the Discord on the laptop. Yeah. So I had two of them. Please select all the pictures with horses that are moving, uh, running or walking in the picture. So there's a picture of 12 horses and you have to select all the ones that are moving. But that's very subjective. Because I picked one that I was like, well, that looks like it's moving. I mean, his legs are bent. It's not standing still. Nope. Apparently I was wrong. Another one. Please select the pictures with plants that are hanging from the ceiling. Oh, I hate that one. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? What happened to just pick all the ones with bikes? You'll pick all the ones with traffic lights or yeah. cars. What happened to that? What? Pick the one. Pick the one that includes the fern, but isn't the coniferous fern that can be found within or, the northern hemisphere of Norway. Or in a purple vase. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you asking? I mean, that's overkill, surely. I mean, come on. I mean, AI can't even write a fucking joke yet. How is it supposed to write a like, <laughs> like decide what? A... I don't know. Have you have you asked Google or Siri for some jokes? They are pretty fun. Some of them are pretty funny. Oh, mate, have you listened to the episode of this where we actually had AI writing jokes on it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Some uh, some of them, yeah. What's a brown in the hole? And it's like, what the fuck are you even talking? What? But. Yeah, I mean, everything can get kind of overly complicated. Yeah. So, I'm going to football games now, most of them are, di most of them are digital tickets. Yeah. Right? So you download them into your wallet and stuff. So the fallback on when that doesn't work, print a paper ticket. What is the point? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, going I to don't. The first Brighton game, going to the first Brighton game of the season and having an issue with my uh, child's season ticket because I'd asked for a card because he's a child and doesn't have a phone that can, you know, mm -hmm. allow you to download digital tickets. And they hadn't sent it to me. And they were like, well, we've deactivated your um, digital ticket. So here's a paper ticket. Mm -hmm. But you've got to show it to the steward because it won't buzz you in automatically. What is the point? I mean, also, on a different aspect of that, coming at that from a slightly different angle, 
Do you still have your ticket from the first Spurs game you went to go see? Uh, somewhere I do, yeah. Yeah, so do I. That's a nice souvenir. It's like, wow, this is my yeah. first ever game. You can't do that with a digital got, ticket. I think I've got, I think I've got the first ticket that I took my eldest to as well somewhere in the flat. I've got every ticket from every sporting event I've ever been to. Um, yeah, I've got, I've got my Spurs. I've got the, um, I went to Spurs Blackburn away once with my brother when I was in Liverpool. I've got that ticket somewhere as well. Yeah, as you said, it's a souvenir. It's a memento. Yeah, but you can't get that with a digital ticket, can you? It's like, well... No, because you have can't to take a in your photo wallet either. of it, but, I mean, like... It's just a QR well, code, put... basically, isn't it? Yeah, because if you try and, like, keep all of your digital tickets, say you wanted a record of all the games you'd been to in a season, it doesn't mm. put them in any order. It mm. just leaves them in your wallet, and you have to cycle through all the tickets. It doesn't it's put it anywhere really else. It's really a souvenir, is it? I mean, you can't frame it, or... Like along with the the program you got from that day, you know. My well, you know, program is going to be obsolete soon. Yeah, I know. Right, and have a digital program that you can buy and download to your phone. Oh God, I hate everything about Brighton. Not just the football team. I mean, everything about Brighton. It's a horrible, miserable place. I'm not going to start on that with you. <laughs> Crawley is much better from what I remember. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying that Crawley's a great place. Is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that Brighton sucks. I mean, you can't drive anywhere because they hate cars. No, you, re- you really can't anymore. It's a All cluster. the people I the, there I have to get the bus just, around. Yeah, they don't like cars. All the people there are really... How do I put this? Studenty. Ponzi. Everyone thinks that they're so smug. Everyone thinks that they're so much better than everyone else because I live in Brighton. You know, I mean, there's a reason that they're only, you know, one of two green candidates in the entire parliamentary house. Oh, they, don't you know... get me started on the green council. We, I love this stat. So when I first ended up moving down to Brighton, um, you had recycling bins everywhere. Everything mm-hmm. got recycled and collected you'd have multiple bins like for splitting all, not the, all of the stuff up no 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 but since we've had a green council all that's gone right we do less recycling now with a green council than we did with the conservative council that was there before that's a bit backwards isn't it it's i i love that stat i love the fact that we have a green council that's supposed to be pro-environment and yet we do less recycling it's because they're spending all their money sorting out the roads to stop the cars from driving but their own study on the stuff that they've done said that pollution would increase because cars would be standing for longer. So the main bus route in and around Brighton runs through an area called London Road. Mm-hmm. And before the pandemic, they had three separate stops with a cutout to allow the buses to park and traffic to flow up and down either side. As soon as the pandemic hit, they decided to remove the three bus stops and only have one, you know, when you're talking about distancing and stuff like that, it's pointless because you've now put more people in the same area. Yeah. But they also removed the uh, cutout that the buses went into. So now the buses sit in the road and hold up all the traffic. Right. So you get traffic backing up more. They get caught by the traffic lights more because it flows less. So it's actually standing around for longer which then generates actually more pollution but what they're trying to do 
is they're trying to make it so untenable for car drivers that people will stop driving their cars entirely, which is really counterproductive because that's never going to happen. Well, no, especially with the advent of this delivery, uh, this kind of on-demand society that we have, because if anything, it's just created more mopeds everywhere. Yeah, they're just... Uh, everywhere. Yeah. It's, 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 everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Except where <laughs> I live. No, we don't get anything up our way because no one really delivers up our way. You're not really in the centre, though, are you? You're more on the outskirts, no. aren't you? So. Yeah, yeah. And you're up like six different hills. Oh, all the hills in Brighton as well. That's another reason why <laughs> I, will, it sucks. I will give you that. We have far too many hills. It yeah. makes marathon training really difficult. Because you can't run in a you can't run in a flat line. Oh, oh. this just sounds like hell. Just running in general, and then having to run up hills. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, you were never one for running much as a kid, anyway, were you? I die hate running. The problem is, is that it was always a punishment for me, so my brain just never really took to it. Yeah, and then. The problem is now is that I just got terrible, terrible ankles as well. So even when I do try and run, they just go ping and I'm like, oh, I can't move anymore. Now I have to hobble home. Seriously, man. I So so my, my physiotherapist was like, um, like, I put on a lot of weight and I'm really sick about it. And I want to try and exercise to start working out again. Because I haven't done anything properly since the start of the pandemic, because that's when my ankles really started to go. Um, and we got to the point where they were like, okay, you, so you need to start exercising again. We need to start trying to put more strength through. And I said to her, could I start trying to run again, do you think? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. Run until you start to feel the pain, then just go a little bit further but stop before it becomes excruciating. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. That's fine. I, I get that thinking behind it. That's fine. In the past three months, I've gone running three times. I've probably made it about a kilometer and the pain's just gone straight to excruciating. Not, not oh, wow. even a slight buildup. It's literally just like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Fuck you. <laughs> and then I, I i this last time which was last week i basically almost fell over straight away because of the 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 sheer pain that just kicked in straight away it's yeah it's really irritating and that's what happens that's when enough. i run <laughs> fair enough yeah that that doesn't sound like fun I'd rather cycle, but I don't have a bike. But anyway, yeah. that's beside the point. One final point about Brighton is always fucking windy and cold. No matter what the weather is, anywhere else, it's always windy and cold. And that's it. I'm done. It's windy, yeah. Now. It's not always cold. It's always cold. No matter where, no matter what the weather is, you always need a jacket. This summer, I would beg to differ, but yeah, I understand your point. Yeah, good donuts Being though. Good donuts. Yeah. I like the donuts yeah, in Brighton. <laughs> One redeeming quality, eh? Yeah. Well, everybody's got to have something, right? <laughs> yeah. 
But anyway, what were we talking about? Stupid technology. Technology. Yeah. Stupid technology. How did we get on to Brighton? I was talking about season tickets and... Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Stupid season tickets. Stupid unnecessary technology. Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't get why... We overcomplicate things sometimes when we get new technology. Don't get me wrong; I'm I'm really not against new technology. I, I, you know, I'm all on. I'm all about new technology, but technology that serves a purpose. You know, not just. I mean, I get that you always constantly need to be improving, but why? Why would you look at a situation and go, "Do you know what would make a Hoover even better if people knew exactly the size of the particles that it was picking up?" Probably just to sell the data to Google. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. That's what it is. I mean, but it's just, yeah, I just doesn't feel like that's going to move the technology along, you know? You should be always trying to strive and improve, right? That's what we should be looking to do. Always getting better. Always trying to make things better and improve some way. Although with the whole nostalgia kick that we seem to be going through is, you know, we ranted about on a previous episode one of mm-hmm. them got lost um like so like discmans are coming back and things like that discman you like why CD would you go for a stuff like discman that. that was that was the worst know. thing you could have made portable like those were stupid or a little mp3 player though like, there's a guy at work who's got one of these mp3 players it looked like it was made in 2000 <laughs> <laughs> it's literally it's about it's about that big and holds about 400 songs on it but no he bought it in spain earlier this year i was like literally i said to him i was like where on earth did you dig that out from he was like what do you mean i was like that looks like something i had when i was here, like 16 17 and then he laughed at me for being old but still um he was like no i bought it in spain earlier the year how old is he Mm, 28, 29. Well, it's not that. Oh, shut up. I know, but they like, they like to poke folk that I'm nearly 40. Most people do now. Uh, life sucks. And I've got the grip. And I've got the grey hair to go with it. Oh, mate, don't don't even get me started. I mean, I started going grey a long time ago, but, you know, that's neither here uh, yeah, nor mid- there. Yeah, no, I started going grey in the mid-20s, but there's a reason why I don't grow my beard particularly very long, because it, it doesn't go grey, it goes white. Yeah, you've got some. You got some salt in your pepper, haven't you? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it's what yeah. it is. But um, it's fine. It's you know, I keep hearing, oh, it's distinguished. You know. Yeah, I I hear that. It's the most disrespectful thing someone can say to me. I don't. The polite way of saying it, you're getting old. Yeah, you're getting old, mate. You need to start yeah acting your age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I mean, four hundred songs. That's not bad. I guess. I bet it's a pain in the ass to put the songs onto, though. But it takes ages. Apparently, it does it in about two minutes once he's got his MP3s together. Oh uh, yeah, but then you gotta, you know, get them all together. It's the whole thing in MP3s. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta compile a like playlist and everything like that, and like early i like early iTunes. Yeah, old school. But see that? Okay, fair enough. But. I mean, you don't really that need I that. Kind of, that I kind of that I kind of miss sometimes. <sighs> but do you need yeah, it though? I mean, you got it on your phone now. You don't really need it anymore, do you? You don't. But it's a little bit more control. 
<sighs> Maybe, but it's more of a pain in the ass. It's just extra stuff I got to carry now. I mean, I would say that that's an example of useful technology change. You know, we took this device, and now we've import we've in, uh, included it in the device, the other device that you always carry. So now you only need to carry one device. That to me is improvement, right? I mean, you're looking okay, at me saying, like I'm talking I'm not crap, but it's not. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not. I just, I think that that's that's a sign of good improvement, but I mean, because it's like, well, well, if I'm carrying around an MP3 player, I might as well start carrying around a calculator with me again, might I? <laughs> calculator. You know, and then if I'm, you know, using a calculator, then I might as well take my PDA with me as well. Oh, God. My Palm those. Pilot. Yeah, your Palm Pilot. With a very, do you remember those with the first sat navs on them? Yeah. And now we're moving oh, back to the early 2000s again. It's like, why? I've got God, like six different things. Yeah, man. It's like, why? Why? I mean, it just, I don't know. It just seems a little bit pointless to me. I don't know. Same Maybe it's just in me. Circle. Yeah, cyclical. Yeah, but. Yeah. You go from weird and wacky to um, wacky and pointless. Yeah. That's and then the kind thing. of everything else in between. It's like there's a difference kind of between, between. There's a difference between retro and pointless. Yeah. You know, retro would be like, oh, I bought myself a vinyl record player at home. You know, I don't take it out with me. You know, <laughs> yeah, but you can get those, you can get those um, digital vinyl decks, this um, decks, can't you? That it, it turns around like a vinyl. Yeah. It has a needle that comes across like a vinyl, but there's no vinyl. It just plays music from your, um, from your device. See, that's pointless. Yeah. That. Ergo, pointless. That is pointless, yeah. I mean, that's just... Why? Just get a <laughs> fucking vinyl record player if you want to do that. I mean, yeah. I guess you don't get your stuff scratched, but then... But it's not really... It's not vinyl, though, It's is not it? vinyl, it yeah. You're just like listening to digital music still, aren't you? It's exactly the same thing. You don't have the crisps and the crackles and things like that. It's just... No. That's just stupid. See, stupid technology. <laughs> Why would you, you always do... bring it back. Oh, it's really cool. It's like this digital vinyl player. So it's digital then. Yeah, but it's like digital vinyl. No, it's digital. It's, it's a vinyl, it, says, it says vinyl in it. Yeah, I could fucking slap a sticker on a mouse that says elephant. It don't make it a fucking elephant. <laughs> what, what? What's the expression? Or... All that glitters isn't gold, you know? Yeah. All that glitters isn't necessarily gold. Yeah, it's just... Uh, that's just stupid. But you know that there's idiots out there that are like, oh, that's really genius. Now I don't get my vinyl record scratched. Yeah, because yeah. there's no fucking vinyl. You're just playing an MP3. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I got a smart, I've got a smartwatch. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I decided to be that person. But... I have the ability to answer calls through my watch and talk right. to someone through my watch. Uh -huh. Why? Yeah, I always found that kind of pointless as well. I get the idea of, you know, using it to 
activate my phone if I've got Bluetooth headphones and you know that whole thing sort of links together. While you're running, I don't want to be. Yeah, I guess that yeah. makes sense. But I don't need to be. Able, I don't need to go to my watch, answer a call, and then start talking to someone from my watch like. Do you actually have to do it like that? Can you not just hold yeah. it normally? Well, it's to be able to hear it because you know, depending on oh, who yeah, you're speaking I guess, to. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're walking, you can't really hear it down by your wrist, can you? Yeah. No. So you're almost yeah. up here talking like talking like this, and then you just look like a bit prat. Yeah, you look like Stone Cold Steve Austin trying to listen to what his watch is saying. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. But it, again, just pointless. I think that that was invented more for like people that are running, isn't it? And they can do stuff from their watch while they're running. Yeah, but then you have it through your headphones, through your Bluetooth yeah. headphones. Yeah, you're not gonna suddenly as you, if you're running if you're on if you're on a long run and someone suddenly calls you and you answer for your watch you're not suddenly gonna be going run like this are you while you're trying to yeah. talk to someone it just doesn't yeah it just I doesn't get work. that but then that makes you a bit of a pillock for talking through your watch when you're not running yes that's the kind of the point I was getting at yeah I, I get that I mean is that is that useless technology or is that you being a prat? Well, the the fact that it's there would say that it's useless technology because you're giving people that opportunity to be a prat. Yeah, but then like if we said, not there, it's useful do it. if you're running than like trying to dig through your pocket and get your phone out I, to answer the yeah. call. I mean, it works as a really good call screener. I mean, I can look at it and go, I don't want to talk to this person. I mean, what you can do, I mean, I don't have a smartwatch, but what you can do is there's a feature on your phone that will tell you who is calling in your <laughs> headphones. Um, yeah, there is, yeah. The accessibility function will allow you to Yeah, and it, it will tell you the person that's calling, like like unknown number or, you know, telephone, 012, you know. It's like, I don't know that number, hang up. Or or like if, if you've got the person in your contacts, it will read their name out. So I don't really need a watch because I can hear who's calling anyway but i'm not going to talk while i'm on a run anyway i'm already struggling hard enough as it is i don't want to talk on the phone while i'm i can barely breathe <laughs> what do you, what do you, what? <laughs> you know like, yeah <laughs> yeah so so i i always just put mine on do not disturb while i'm running anyway so sorry when i'm running for the for the for the 10 minutes that i'm out on a run Sorry, run. <laughs> Big walk, yeah. Not even that, mate. It's like it's constant fear of just your Achilles tendon snapping. Did I tell you, did they ever tell you what brought it on? Just being Way old, basically. Yeah, basically, it's just a, it's just been a case of yeah, you've abused them for most of your life and. They finally got to a point where they just went, nope, and they were done, <laughs> basically, you know, like, you know, I I mean, I was born with, um, like, uh, shortened Achilles anyway, like, I had to, like, when I was younger, my, my parents had to, like, stretch my feet out to try and oh. elongate my Achilles tendons, so I think yeah. it's just been a case of, like, um, that. Didn't you and snap then, it as well as a kick? No, Didn't I never snap snapped it? my Achilles. No, it was... Um, oh, that was the back of your knee. That was my knee that I snapped, yeah. Um, my um, my ankle got 
um, wrecked when I was at work. Um, I had a trailer fall on it, and it kind of pinned it against the ground, and then oh. pushed my weight away from it. Top of it. Yeah, yeah, so it kind of like stretched and and sprained and twisted it. I did I did shit loads of damage to it, but I didn't tear it. I don't know how, but I did a shitload of damage. Surprised it didn't break as well, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's but, true, with that much pressure on it. I mean, it was basically a steamroller that fell on top of it, but it probably would have been easier if I did. It probably would have healed quicker. Yeah, it would have probably healed better as well, to be fair. But it's not just the right, it's the left as well. So I I, I think it's just a but case that, of... That'll be to do... That'll be to do with compensating compensation, when you were moving after yeah. your ankle damaged your ankle. So, yeah, just old age and being too active. I should have just sat down and got fat when I was younger. You know, that would have been... I love a football. Yeah, damn you, exercise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I was telling this to my friend the other day. I was... Uh, not the other day. Um, this was a few weeks ago when I was on holiday in Germany. Um, I said to them, uh, exercise is, you know, it's overrated because I don't feel good afterwards. You know, <laughs> when I feel good is yeah. sitting down, watching TV, eating ice cream. I feel really good then, you know. I don't feel good after exercise. Ergo, exercise can't be good for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Been there many times. Yeah. But you're still in great shape, man. Nearly 40 and you're still looking just as slim and svelte as you were when you were 16. Just more grey, that's all. Yeah, just a lot more grey. Yeah, but, you know, you still look pretty much the same. Yeah, outside of the aches and pains. I mean, we all got them, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing of age. Getting old sucks. Yeah. I remember being you made told out you Sorry, I get told I have what? When you, when you get told that your knee condition is called runner's knee. Maybe don't run? No, I got it before I started running. Oh, okay. Maybe <laughs> don't continue to run after that? <laughs> uh, I managed it with physio. It should be fine. Okay, are you Probably in physio? Uh, I've had physio at different points. I'm not uh, in physio at the moment. I am at the moment. No. I need I to talk to, to him though, man, gym. because I don't feel like it's getting better at all. Yeah, I felt that with the knee. I was just like, I'll just try and build strength into it. Gym work rather than necessarily stretching and things like that. That's what I tried to do, but they told me I was doing the wrong exercises. <laughs> and it probably didn't uh, help. <laughs> I've got... my One of my issues is, is the fact that I've got Overly tight hamstrings, which obviously then pulls on your knees. I have like short uh, Achilles, which pulls on your ankles so, and your calves. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel you, man. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Ah, the joys of getting old. Bad genetics as well. Yeah. I think that's the only reason why I'm still the same shape that I am because genetically that's what my DNA makeup is. Lucky you. I think my parents eat were five, brother and eat sister. Five times a day. <laughs> it's the only explanation i've got mate <laughs> distant 
Cut distant cousins, yeah. I, I don't even think that distant, mate. I think they're like, literally first cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I think that what happened is one of my grandparents did something naughty because they grew up a street apart as well, my parents. Remember that. So I think one do, of my yes. grandparents did something a little bit naughty and they didn't tell the other one. <laughs> Maybe. That would kind Never of make know. sense, I guess. They grew up very close right. together, so... Well, I'm... I'm sure there's a piece of pointless technology somewhere that can tell you that. Oh, absolutely! Oh, and he's he, there, there. You go. He's the he's the you're the you're the host now. Fucking hell, man! <laughs> Linking it all back round. Genius. Oh, I love you. That was what very good. That was very good. I thought so. Well, on that note, I think I'm going to call it because I don't think we're going to top that, mate. That was no, presenting. The, uh, that is best. I, I think that kind of uh, put the bow on it, as it were. Creme de la creme, my friend. My hat is off to you. Tom's hosted one of these. I might get you to host one when we get to number 10. Let's see. Oh, fair enough. Well, there we go. Stupid technology and patriotism. And old age. And old age. But that comes up. That's not even the worry. That's the worry. We're not even that old. Oh, God, don't tell me it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling myself it won't, but I'm fairly yeah. certain it will. Oh, God, I can't, no, I can't, I can't, no. When I get to my 60s, oh, my God, no. Oh, sorry, I, keep telling my kids, I keep telling my kids that um, I have to look after them for, like, the first 18 years of their life. They've got to look after me for the last 18 years of mine. 18? Last 30? <laughs> <laughs> It's only fair. <laughs> yeah, I've had to look after them. They've got to look after me. Yeah, I hear you, man. I'm on board, 100%. Cycle of life. That's that right. circle of life, you see. Yeah. And it rules us all. It's the circle. There you go. Bring us home, feeling. Come on. That, on that note, has been chapter what? 3B, did we decide? 3B, I think we decided on, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 3B is a big one. I'm feeling that would be Richard. Or uh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. you got to ding that, though. Do I have to ding it again? Oh, I think it's... Okay, I'm not going to ding every allegedly that we ever say from now on, though, man. That's going to be too much of a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right, you don't have to ding it. Okay, maybe I'll ding that one just for you, for your That's you know enough. your initial hosting uh, foray. But then I'm not uh, I'm not going to ding anymore. <laughs> That's fine. I can live with that. Okay, we'll take, cool. We'll take one thing. Well, see you later on. I'm going to roll yes. backwards now and try not to destroy everything as I roll. Look, oh, there I you go. Oh, oh, and he's moving the camera away. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
This has been a Rich Tea Entertainment production. If you like this podcast, come and find our other ones on Apple, Google and Spotify. <laughs>